Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman, here as the dust continues to settle on a, a thrilling All-Star Day, uh, not All-Star Weekend uh, this year. It was a little bit different. If you did miss the podcast yesterday, Frank and myself went through uh, the wrap-up of what, honestly, I, I joke, but what was an exciting All-Star game, I think, for Bucks fans. Seeing Giannis play so well, taking out the MVP was obviously fun. Uh, I'm going to bring in today's co-host, who I did tease yesterday, but before I do... I'll let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, this feels a little bit different for me because I have podcasted with this man a couple of times, except the roles have been reversed and I haven't had to worry about leading the way. So uh, I'm not sure if I feel totally comfortable doing this, but of course... It will be a voice that I know a lot of our listeners will be very familiar with. It is the great Peter Bukowski from Locked On Packers and also Locked On Today now. Uh, as uh, you've heard me discuss that show, which is uh, going really well, I think. That's the word I'm hearing, Peter. Is that, uh, is that correct? Well, you know, listen, I'm biased. So <laughs> uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing it and, and people seem to like it. So it's been great. You, you actually uh, helped me with the pilot, the very first episode we ever did of Locked On Today you were on. So that was, that was a great way to start it off, at least for me, because, you know, obviously the connection with Locked On Packers, Locked On Bucks, it's perfect. So I am, I am very happy to be here. And people have been asking for this crossover episode forever. I mean, it's, it's almost, we are, are derelict in our duties as hosts of our respective shows to not have done this sooner. Well, there was also a push for, I know you had uh, Lily Zhao on your show quite regularly, once a week, I believe, and she's yeah, good for during now, the season. if anyone isn't familiar with Lily, which I'm sure most people are, but she's at Fox 6 now in Milwaukee, but reported on the Packers for a long time. And uh, I said, listen, I'm, I'm fine with having Lily on, but she's been focusing on the Packers for the last few months. I, I, really, I really need Lily to get her, her bucks feet grounded this season which i think has started to happen they're they're letting uh, yeah. they're letting you guys into the arena now uh back in milwaukee so lily will be coming up but i thought i gotta get you on first and this probably makes more sense to have you on the bucks podcast than me on the packers because as much as every now and then i like to throw out a packers tweet here or there because i do <laughs> you know my, a, a huge percentage of my followers on twitter would be from Wisconsin or would be Packers fans as well. So, you know, it's fun to throw a take out there here or there. But I think you're sure. probably better suited to talk about the Bucks than I am the Packers. Well, you know, that as far as that goes, I mean, who knows? Some people say <laughs> I'm not I'm not particularly qualified to talk about the Packers. Yeah, so, I mean, true. that's, you know, it, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder as far as that goes. But, no, it and, and what is funny is um, Lily, one of the first times I got a chance to professionally cover the Bucks. It was something that I never, I really had never gotten to do until the East Finals um, against the Raptors because I mostly cover football for a living. 
Um, I just, I had the opportunity. I, I, I do work for Dime Magazine and Uprock Sports. And I said, hey, this is happening in Milwaukee. I, I kind of have to be there. I just like, I, it was something that I really wanted to experience. I was at, um, I, I don't remember the game, but there was a terrific Eastern Conference game in that 76ers Bucks matchup back in the day. Allen Iverson and Ray Allen went at it. And I found the box score. So I knew which game it was at one point. But anyway, I get to go to Milwaukee and it's game one. And the first familiar face I see <laughs> is Lily. And I've met Lily at that point one time. And she came over to me like we were old friends, gave me a hug and made me feel so welcome in a, in a press room where I, this is not my, this is not my world. And that it always endeared her to me. And that's always been a really special moment for me because, you know, as you know, it can be intimidating to be in those rooms when you don't know anybody. And so that, you know, we've been, we've been friends ever since and that's great. And so I, I, I do hope not only that you get Lily Zhao on, but that people appreciate that she's not just a great reporter. She's a terrific person. Yeah, no doubt. And it's funny you bring that up because I had wondered if we have ever crossed paths in person. We haven't met in person, but I, I was, I would have been floating around there somewhere. Yeah. But, you, uh, oh, you were, you were definitely there. We just didn't know. We just didn't know each yeah. other like that then. Well, as you know, also the Eastern Conference Finals, and I know it's, you know, not the best memory for some of our listeners, but the amount of people that were not only in the arena, but outside the arena, the amount of media that were there, it was actually such a surreal experience for me because as you know, it would be definitely the same with the Packers. You get to know so many people online and via mm -hmm. Twitter. And so yeah. walking around that media room, it's like, oh, oh my God, is this person CR? This person CR? I've, I've spoken to these people a lot. I never met them in person. So yeah, that, that, was, that was a fun experience. That was really cool. And you would have seen it's, that would have been a winning game, I, I guess. you Games one and two. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll never forget, I saw Kevin Arnovitz from ESPN in, yeah. the, Delta, in the Delta Lounge. And I was flying home and he was flying to wherever. And I said, I hope to see you back here for the finals. Yeah, yeah. And he said, I'm sure you will. And, and I, I just, you know, I, I hate to bring it up that way because obviously that's not what happened. But I mean, we all left that game going, yeah, they're going to go to the finals. They look like they were just the better team. And we just, I, I think it makes you appreciate now, or at least it makes me appreciate now those wins even more like I know the I know the Bucks did not end their season last year the way that anyone thought they would or certainly Bucks fans wanted them to but like getting the one win against the Heat the way that they did in that series it it made me really like proud to be a Bucks fan to see them fight and, and scrap the way that they did in that game and and I came out of that series going the Heat have these tough players these tough-minded players and the Bucks are a guy or two short. And that's, to me, what Drew Holiday was supposed to be, and that's what he's been. And so to see him hit, you know, the clincher the other night against the Clippers sort of brings it all for full circle because it's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is what they brought me here for. This is what I'm, you know, isn't, isn't that the, the Paul Pierce line? This is what they brought me here for? Yeah, that, I, I agree with you. I, we, we are exactly on the same page here, and this is probably what, throughout the season so far because you know i've mentioned the the actual record and and how it correlates to the previous two seasons so 22 and 14 now uh, i believe this is off the top of my head i don't have it in front of me actually i do have it in front of me look at this notes from the last show 48 <laughs> 48 and 14 they were 
uh, two seasons ago and then 55 and 14 last year. So when you think 22 Ugh. and 14, you understand why there is a little bit of angst out there from the fans because they're just literally not used to seeing this team lose as many games as they have, despite the fact that I always laugh just thinking about if you went back three years ago and said, oh, the Bucks are going to be eight games over 500, you would just be deliriously happy. You'd be like, this is unbelievable because <laughs> right. going back then, we always used to have the battle of, okay, are the Bucks going to get to 500? Can they actually get over 500? And there was a season, I can't remember which year it was, where they would, I think six or seven times, they continually got to 500, but then they would lose that game and they wouldn't be able <laughs> to even get one game over. And it was such a milestone to try and get there. Uh, so now it's just funny to think, as, as you brought up, the expectations you have. And I think, yeah, losing in the playoffs does make you realize that when you are a contending team, which Bucks fans haven't been used to, the regular season is kind of about figuring it out and saying, okay, how are we going to implement what we want to do on both ends of the floor in the postseason? And perhaps more importantly, do we have the talent that is actually going to elevate in the postseason? And I think Drew Holiday is one of those guys. All right, Peter, before I let you get rolling there, I want to talk about our show sponsors today, rockauto.com, which we know is the family business that has been serving auto parts customers online and been doing so for 20 years. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com and you can shop for all the auto and body parts you need for your car or truck from hundreds of manufacturers. The best part about using rockauto.com is that the prices are exactly the same for the do-it-yourselfers as they are for the professionals, which for a guy like me, not exactly a car expert, it comes in pretty handy. And the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. So you can quickly find all the parts available for your vehicle. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com right now, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. That's locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. When was the last time? And, and we, we, there are other teams for who this is the case. This is going to be the case for the Sixers this year. This is going to be the case for the Clippers this year, for the Nuggets this year, for the Jazz this year. The only thing that matters ultimately is what happens in the playoffs. And the Bucks, for years had been in the mode of let's just get to the playoffs. And that is, you know, a success to some degree. And I, and I think, you know, um, Senator Cole took a lot of heat when he was the owner because he cared about making the playoffs and didn't want to go through the growing pains of tanking or any of those things. And, and look, plenty of fans didn't want to do that either. But I think it says a lot about where this team is and where the organization is that now the Bucks are one of those teams where you're going – yeah, the regular season is, is we're just trying to figure it out. The playoffs are what matter. The playoffs for Giannis are what matter. The playoffs for Chris Middleton are what matter. And guess what? They signed Drew Holiday for the playoffs. Well, I actually think it's interesting. When I look around the league so far and think about this regular season, and we know all the obstacles that are there with COVID and 
the, the limitations on what the players are actually able to do on the road, who they're able to see. Their lives have definitively been changed from the norm at this season. So I actually think that this regular season is more based on luck than it ever has been previously. And I, I mean that Definitely. in regards to uh, do you match up against teams that are on a long road trip and on a back-to-back, which I think is taking more of a toll on a team this year. Do you match up on a team where their star players aren't available? It, it, for instance, the Bucks, where we know just one game example here, but the game in Phoenix where they lose on the road uh, as Giannis misses a buzzer beater, but Drew Holiday wasn't there. Would the Bucks have won that game if Drew was there? I'd like to think that they probably would have. That's contributing to other teams, and the Bucks have certainly been on the better end of that as well. But I just think that this season, more than ever, it's always the case, but I think this season, more than ever, get to the playoffs healthy, and figure it out then. And, and that's when the best teams are going to be there. And I still think the Bucs are going to be one of the best teams in the conference. You just have to hope that you get through this regular season unscathed. The variance part of it is such a great point. And, and I was looking at this earlier today. The Bucs, <laughs> this, is, this is wild. The Bucs are 8-0 in their division, right? Who cares? It's, it's not the NFL. The division doesn't matter. But 8-0 is, is really good. No one else is undefeated in their division in the league. On the road, where who cares? The road is not the road. They're eight and nine. Those two numbers don't make any sense next to each other. That is the inherent variance of this season. It's just weird stuff is going to happen. And, and we've seen it not just in, in stats like that. I mean, the Bucks have the best point differential in the East. But there's more blowouts than we usually see. The three-point shooting has been crazy. Every team is making threes at a higher rate. We're, we're in the middle of a historic three-point shooting season for the NBA. That is creating variance. And there are nights, and the Bucs have had those nights where, I mean, two weeks ago, they shot like 30% from three in a game where at various points in the, in the first half, they were like 12% from three and had taken 15 shots. So it's like, you're not going to win those games. Like some of those, the, the Nuggets was a great example when, when Jokic went for his triple-double. Jokic was incredible in that game. The Bucs couldn't make any shots. And there are just going to be times when that happens. I do, I do think it, it brings up an interesting question. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sort of fascinated to hear where, where you are on this. So much of where the Bucks' defense has been the last few years, and they've done some studies about... Um, you know, the, the teams that were allowing threes, their defense has suddenly collapsed this season because the three-point shooting has come up. Are you comfortable with a team saying, we're going to let you take threes as long as we protect the paint, knowing that if those threes start to go in, you're kind of boned. I, I don't have a good answer for it because I sort of feel like the math is the math, but at a certain point in, a, in two or three games, if the bounces go the wrong way, you know, hang the math, you, you lose, right? Do think that the Bucks and in particular, like Budenholzer have been in a lose-lose situation this year because defensively, they've been great during the regular season the last two years. But if they came into this year and played the same defensive style, then no one was going to give them credit for how good they were because they said, <laughs> right. listen, we've seen this doesn't work in the postseason. So now <laughs> right. they change things up a little bit. And now they get criticized because their defense isn't where it was a couple of years ago. So they just, there was no way that they were going to be able to win this situation. The one thing I will say is that I love the fact that they have been uh, a little creative and been willing to try different things defensively. And yeah, at times take their lumps. So we've seen the Bucks 
certainly earlier in the season, give up a ton of threes in a couple of games. And there was some real frustration because it's like, here we go. We've seen this story before. The only pause I have with that is that when they were giving up those threes, they weren't necessarily giving them up the same way as they have in the past. And I do think that that is important because it does indicate that the Bucks and Mike Budenholzer, most importantly, perhaps, have identified that, yeah, maybe what they, they were doing defensively works against 26 teams in the league, 20, uh, 25 teams in the league. But against the best, they're just going to pick you apart. And we've seen that previously. So I, I still think there's a huge question mark over what the team is, is going to be able to produce defensively. But I like the talent. I like the individual talent they have. Yeah, and, and I do think it's worth pointing out that there was a point about a month ago the Bucks were like 25th in defense. Yeah. It was just not good. And, and in defensive efficiency right now, they're 12th. So, you know, it, it is sort of trending in the right direction, even without Drew Holiday with his extended a- absence due to COVID. So I think you can, you know, depending on the kind of person that you are, and I know that, you know, fan, a lot of fans like to be cynical about it and say so you're going, okay, well, we're just screwed. But I, I think that you can, you can point to these moments and go, oh, hey, they lost against the Nets early in the season, but Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday went toe-to-toe with the, the, the Nets dudes, like their superstar players. And they won a game against the Clippers going toe-to-toe with their superstar players. It, 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 I saw someone mention this on Twitter, and I think it's so right, which is rare for Twitter, by the way, um, <laughs> that... If the if the Bucks had lost to the Clippers, there would be wailing and gnashing of teeth going, see, this team is not good enough. And if they beat the Clippers, you go, well, it's just the regular season. So you mentioned the lose-lose. This is the position that they find themselves in almost constantly. You go up against the Lakers. Oh, you lose to the Lakers. Oh, well, see, the Bucks suck. They're not good enough in the playoffs. Well, okay, but you know, look at talk about the other teams that they beat. Talk, you know, but but we don't. And that's just the nature of where this team is. I mean, this goes back to the point that I was making earlier. Like, it says something about where this franchise is that really the thing that matters is the playoffs. So, you know, when you see the Bucs at the end of the game and the other night, you know, they get the Giannis slam to seal it in that, in that terrific game at the end. Uh, was that against the Suns? And you find ways to use Giannis in crunch time where you don't just make him go one on five at the top of the key and go one four and just try and make him do a thing. That's not where he's great. You find a way you, you can run that, that Middleton Giannis pick and roll swing, swing. And now it's a dunk. Those answers we hadn't seen before. Right. Kane. I mean like that, that kind of fluidity, it, it wasn't there. And I, I think those are the things. I mean, offensively, this team has been incredible. And that, that to me is the most surprising because I felt like they took a step back offensively with some of the role players and, and guys that they brought in. And it just it hasn't really mattered because Middleton has been awesome. And Giannis, the last, what, month, has been MVP Giannis. All right, before I jump in there, Peter, a quick note about our friends at betonline.ag, which is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, we know the NFL's over. You know that, Peter, better than anyone. But the college basketball, the NHL, are in full swing along with the NBA, as we know. You can find real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, including award shows, TV shows, reality TV, 
whatever you can think of, it's there. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get your podcasts. The way that I look at it, particularly against those good teams, is are the Bucs able to actually execute if it's a close game down the stretch? And I would say that while the results in terms of wins and losses haven't been there consistently on a nightly basis this season, I like the fact that against the Nets earlier in the season, as you pointed to, they executed offensively down the stretch and got really good looks and they were able to score. That's really important because I don't think that's been a strength of this team in the past. They did that against the Clippers last week and they were able to beat a really good team. So it's nice to get that confirmation with with the win. And, And I think ultimately that's, probably being the biggest positive for me for this team because I think that we always get focused in on the defense. But we see it time and time again. You've got to be able to score against the best teams in the playoffs. That's what it's about. And now more than ever, teams are scoring. They are, and it doesn't matter what you do defensively. Like To me, if the Bucs come up against a series against the Nets, I don't really give a shit what you're doing defensively because they're going to <laughs> score. Like They are right. going to score. You're not going to stop that team from scoring. So can you keep up with them? I think we've seen some positive signs. The one thing that I find really interesting, and this is kind of transitioning back to the All-Star game yesterday. When we talk about all these things that we are, and we're going back and forth here and discussing the, the difficulty of trying to analyze where this team is at during the regular season, I can't help but think how fortunate we all are, and certainly me doing this podcast every day, but the fans' mental state, that Giannis signed the extension because right. it's been a little bit of a rocky road. And when I think about what seems like a roller coaster of emotions the fans have been on this season. I just can't help but feel what that would have been like if he didn't sign. And we, last or in, in previous seasons, we've looked at the All Star weekend and Giannis high five Steph. And all of a sudden, ESPN's talking <laughs> about the fact that they're going to join up in Golden State. And the fans, yeah. there's, there's angst around that. Whereas yesterday, I kind of found some enjoyment out of the fact that Giannis was really obviously having a great time with Nikola Jokic. And I was able to ask him about Nikola Jokic and his relationship after the game. And I, I just got some weird enjoyment out of the fact that Bucks fans all of a sudden were taking over Twitter with Jokic to Milwaukee confirmed. And it was just the shoe was on the other foot. And it was just like, man, I, I just can't imagine what, All-Star, what the All-Star game would have been like if Giannis hadn't signed the extension. I just feel like it would have been a very painful experience. Every game would have been more painful, <laughs> right? Because yes, every yes. loss you'd be going, he's gone. And his, his body language would be analyzed ad nauseum. And, and every granular detail we could... I mean, every, every Giannis reaction shot would be analyzed like the Zapruder film. And that's just... It's not healthy for your team. And I think Giannis realized that. I think, frankly, Giannis wanted to... Just wanted to be in Milwaukee. He wanted to get the deal done. He wanted um, ultimately what he got. And, and that's why he got it. I did think it was funny, though, that, that first of all, that happened. But second of all, that if LeBron had said what Giannis had said about playing with Nico, <laughs> what the media coverage of that would have been like. And, and then sure enough, 
there was a piece on The Athletic about, oh, did you see how LeBron and Steph were playing? Yeah. It was such a vibe, and that could be something that happens down the line. And I was just, I sort of felt lucky that that was not happening with, with Giannis because how tedious that is. And, I, you know, you, the, the fact that he signs the extension at least for like two years, we have to not have those conversations, right? It's if, if someone's going to play with, with Giannis, it's going to be because they're coming to Milwaukee. And, and don't forget, um, Milwaukee was allegedly, reportedly on James Harden's list. And Milwaukee was on Anthony Davis's list. And there's only one reason why that was the case. And he wears 34 for the Bucks. I will say this, just on that point, when you bring up Anthony Davis and Steph Curry and all these players, I don't feel bad for... So, I'll say this. There's some fan bases that I don't feel bad for if these conversations have and Bucks fans start, right. you know, causing right. you know, causing a little bit right. of shit on the internet. Like, I don't feel bad for Warriors <laughs> fans. I don't feel bad for Lakers no. fans. I will say this. Jokic is a very, very likable player. Uh, I, even just imagining him and Giannis and what they would be able to create offensively is just it's unbelievable. I mean, it would be incredible but I also don't really want to pick on Denver Nuggets fans. So like, you know, I mean, that's not really a fan base that I'm out here trying to antagonize. Right. But at the same time, I understand why if you're a Bucks fan, you've been putting up with this literally for the last three or four years, this whole Giannis stuff. And it was such a triumphant moment, I think, for the fan base when he did sign and stay. But you're right. I, I saw the Steph and LeBron stuff. Uh, very funny. The All-Star game has become such a... It's just been analyzed so closely now with every tiny interaction. And to be honest, part of it is is true. I mean, these guys like know what they're doing. And with the way the NBA is now, they do try and uh, get together and have these conversations that they might not be able to have out elsewhere. But uh, I don't think we should be completely ignorant to the fact that these guys talk outside the games as well. Just because there's a camera on them, it doesn't mean this is the only time they're having contact for the entire season. But I... Yeah, I just as I saw all the stuff coming out today, it was it was cool to think, or maybe relieving to think that we didn't have to put up with that. <laughs> all right, Peter, I know we're going to continue to talk a lot more Giannis, but uh, quite frankly, uh, we are just running overtime here for today. It's the All Star break. Let's split it up. Let's do another full show tomorrow because I want to continue to talk about the the change in attitude of Giannis and certainly what my firsthand experience has been from being in the locker room, being close to him as a, as a media member. And then uh, also just a comparative pressure and expectation that comes with a MVP caliber player with a uh, superstar generational type talent. But I want to compare the Packers because we know Aaron Rodgers is in the same situation. Giannis with the Bucks. The expectations are incredibly high on both of those teams. So Peter Bukowski, you're going to be back on tomorrow's show. Remember, of course, you can catch him unlocked on Packers as well. We'll talk a bit more about that tomorrow as well. But we really appreciate everyone listening today. Uh, the build-up to the second half of the season continues. I know we're all very excited for the Bucks to get back on the court against the Knicks in a couple of days' time. But we will be back tomorrow, so stay safe out there, and we will speak to you guys then. <laughs>